So the student asked the question, Keneshitam patate preshitam manaha kena prana pratama prediyuktaha. Keneshitam vacham imam vadandi chitrasrutram kaudevo so prompted by what? This eyes are functioning, the mind is functioning, the words that I am speaking, that I am able to speak, prompted by what? So the very question itself indicates that the student has thought about it and he has understood that the chachuho, our indriyas, our senses are inert, insentient. There must be a sentient aspect in us which is enlivening the faculties. With that understanding alone, he is asking that question. He is not asking the question how the eyes are functioning. That is not the question here. Here the question is, what is that makes the eyes alive, functional? With that which is inert otherwise, how it is functioning, with prompted by what, by whose power it is functioning. In other words, what is that consciousness, by whose power the indriya senses, pancha karmendriyas and pancha jnanendriyas are functioning. Now the teacher could have directly answered <coughs> saying that it is consciousness but the teacher is avoiding to answer directly because of reason. <coughs> now she says Sotrasya Sotram Manasaha Manoyate Vachoha Vacham Sahupranasya Pranaha So that which is the year of the year and the mind of the mind, speech of the speech, the prana of prana. This is how he answers. The reason is <coughs> that the very fact that Chotrasya Chotram, when he said, the year of the year, when he said, 
that something other than ear that is indicated by that and that power or that principle or that particular uh, consciousness is pervade the ear because if that is not pervading the ear the ear will not have the capacity to hear the very hearing ability in us is pervaded by that shakti that power and at the same time it is separate from the very faculty called hearing so all these three aspects are indicated by this now the chakshusha chakshu atimuchya dhiraha dhiraha wise people discriminating people atimuchya transcending dhiraha pretyasman lokad amrutat bhavanti so Asman Loka Asman Loka having abandoned the sense of self Ainas and become immortal so dying to this Abhimana that the body is myself Iti Abhimana so understanding that the power is other than the senses the power is other than the speech the power is other than but without that power there is no way the function of the senses or the faculties that we experience can ever present in our life so tat vididat atho avididadati now so the third mantra is all we have seen last time the third mantra is where the rishi is explaining little further nadatra chachur gachati navag gachati no mano na vidmo na vijanimo yadetad anushishyat anya devatat vididat atho avididat api so truth is something so nadatra chachur gachati their eyes cannot reach na vagachati no speech can reach no mano not even mind na vidmo we do not know na vijanimo so we do not know and we don't know how to explain to you <laughs> teach you the student must have thought that he should have told me this before i would not have wasted my time and he said then to remove that point he says i do not know edaidad anushishyade i don't know how anybody else can teach you <laughs> if you think that you can go to some other teacher he is going to teach you that is also i wonder how he is going to teach you anya devadat vididat adho avididatati truth is something that is other than the known things like body mind and intellect so other than the known thing and unknown it is not known and it is not unknown 
Now, the point here is the known we can understand, that is known through our senses. Unknown, when we say, it is unknown now, but then it will come under the purview of knowledge later. Suppose I tell you, please list the item that you did not eat. So what are you going to write? Eatable things only, isn't it? Which you have not eaten, that is all. But that doesn't, right now it is unknown to you, but later on what happens, somebody gives you that food, it becomes known to you. So even though it is unknown to you right now, but later on it becomes known to you. So therefore, known and unknown, both are coming under same category. <laughs> so, so this avididat, tat vididat, adho avididat adi, it, the truth is something that is not coming under known or unknown category. Now here we have to go to a little bit of um, the technical terms. There are three terms in Vedanta we use. One is called Pramata. Pramata means Pra plus Ma. Ma means to know. So Pramata means the knower. Then instrument of knowledge is called Pramanam. Pramanams are like eyes, ears, nose, tongue, skin. These are all instrument of knowledge. This is Pramana. <clears throat> then Pramata uses Pramanam. So Pramata is the knower. He uses Pramanam to know what? Prameya. <clears throat> Prameya means what? The objects of knowledge. So through eyes, eyes are the pramanam. And when the pramata operates pramanam, that is the eyes, what does he see? He sees the objects, color, form and color, etc. Or the sound, or the taste, or the touch, or the smell. All these are called Prameyam, object of knowledge. Now, <clears throat> operating the instrument of knowledge, the instrument of knowledge are many. Therefore, the Prameyams, objects of knowledge are also many. All of them keep changing also. <laughs> According to the situation, time and place, etc., things change also. But one thing never changes is Pramata, the knower. So in your own physical body, even though the eyes are operating separately, independently for knowing form and color, at the same time the tongue is operating at a different field of taste. The same way the nose also different field, ears also different field. But the pramata in you is one. The knower in you is one. And that pramata will never become prameya at any time. 
Pramaya means object of knowledge. So that is what it is said here. Tat vididat ato avididat api. So it is beyond, it is different from known and unknown. Because it is not, it is not, it is known means prameya. Because object of knowledge. So object of knowledge is operated by pramana. Pramana means instrument of knowledge. By whom? Pramata. Pramata. So pramata is the knower. Knower operate pramana. And the result is prameya. So prameya means object of knowledge. Now it's this pramata who is operating to know this world of experiences, that pramata will never become prameya, an object of knowledge. Now this is what the point here. So anyadevadat vididat atho avididatati. Whatever is unknown, that which is knowable. Question, list of uneaten fruits, give a list. Everything you uh, enumerate will come under eatable items. So what you have not read, the list will be whatever you you can read. (laughs) So whatever unknown means, it can be knowable category in due course. So therefore, known and unknown, it is again come under Prameya. Not Pramata. Atma is other than unknown means it is not knowable in future. Because when you say unknown, at this particular point of time it is unknown. Later on it may come to know. So science also, today they don't know certain things. After certain research etc. they may come to know later. But Pramata is such that no later time also it never become prameya, a known thing. This is the point it is making, <clears throat> but not, but at the same time, suppose you say this prameya, <clears throat> oh, prameya, no, pramata, pramata means knower. The knower cannot be known through pramana. This is of the statement that the Rishi is making. Since it cannot be known through any pramana. Now one pramana, ultimate pramana is what? Ultimate pramana to know the truth is what? Shabda. See, there are so many, there are shat pramanas are there. You, I hope you know it. Pratyaksha, Anumana, Upamana, Arthavati, Anupalapti, Shabdam. So these are the six pramanas. So six of them, one is pratyaksha, direct perception. Direct perception includes what? Your eyes, ear, nose, tongue, etc. Then comes the anumana, inference. Inference is also dependent upon pratyaksha. Say, yatra yatra dhumaha tatra tatra vanni. Wherever there is smoke, there must be fire. So unless you see the smoke, you cannot come to the conclusion. 
సో యూ హ్యావ్ టు సి ఇట్ ఈస్ డిపెండెంట్ అపాన్ యువర్ ప్రత్యక్ష దెన్ అనుమాన ఉపమాన ఉపమాన మీన్స్ కంపారిజన్ కంపారిజన్ ఈస్ ఆల్సో లైక్ దాట్ యువర్ ఫేస్ ఈజ్ లైక్ అ మూన్ సో అగైన్ ఇట్ ఈస్ డిపెండింగ్ అపాన్ ప్రత్యక్ష బికాస్ యూ హ్ టు సీ ద మూన్ అండ్ యూ హ్ టు సీ యువర్ ఫేస్ ఆల్సో సో బోత్ కంపారిజన్ ఇట్ ఈస్ అదర్ ఈస్ ఇన్ ఇన్ఫరెన్స్ దిస్ ఈస్ కంపారిజన్ బికాస్ ఎత్ర ఎత్ర దూ మహాదత్రీ దిస్ పాస్టులేట్ యూ ఆర్ మేకింగ్ యూ మస్ట్ హ్యావ్ సీన్ వేర్ ఎవర్ దర్ వాస్ ఫైర్ దర్ ఆల్వేస్ స్మోక్ సో బికాస్ ఆఫ్ దర్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ యూ హ్యావ్ కమ్ టు దట్ కన్క్లూషన్ దెన్ అర్థాపత్తి మీన్స్ అనుపలబ్ధి అర్థాపత్తి మీన్స్ దట్ సంథింగ్ దట్ ఈస్ నాట్ దేర్ యూ నో నాన్ ఎగ్జిస్టెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ఎ థింగ్ ఈజ్ నోన్ టు యూ so man's horn it doesn't exist he is known to you but what do you see really you don't see the horn what do you see is the head only but since i said do you see the man's horn then you say because the idea is given to you you say i don't see the horn again it is dependent upon pratyaksha only then anupalabdhi is something that you don't see a person doesn't eat during the day and he is healthy oh, though you don't see him eating during the day but he seems to be very healthy that means what you conclude he must be eating in the night so this is anupalabdhi then the sixth one is called shabdam shabdam means what words the words are the pramana for knowing the truth <clears throat> now here the teacher says na vagachati you know he denies that also so see finally all the six pramanas that we know and ultimate pramana that we understand is shabda shabda pramanam shabda pramanam means the words in the shastra is the one that reveals the truth <clears throat> now here the teacher says our kena upanishad guru says na vagachati even the words cannot reveal it words are also limited because words whenever you talk about words any word there must be a corresponding object isn't it because all the dictionary words you take what is that every word has got an object and whenever we use word our mind conceive an idea a concept is formed in our mind any words you use even satyam jnanam anantam so when you say satyam our mind is already conceived an idea what is satyam then anantam anantam also infinite even infinite also people conceive <laughs> idea and bliss ananda also they have an idea so these are all the problem and this concept is the one to be removed so our shastra never allows the mind to form a concept and any concept that you form it cannot be truth therefore now walk it chati walk cannot <clears throat> so if walk also cannot reach then we may conclude saying that it doesn't exist 
the words also cannot reveal the our senses also cannot reveal then that means what such a thing doesn't exist generally that may be the conclusion but then the teacher says no because earlier it is said the what is that yeah ah adibuchya dhiraha prayatyasman lokan avardabhavanti the second mantra it is said that transcending this adimuchya dhiraha wise people discriminating people they attain what amrutattvam immortality so the statement is made by the shruti that that person will attain mukti that means what mukti is there <laughs> so it is definitely confirmed that there is a transcending which this is discriminating wise people attain mukti <laughs> so attainment of mukti means what moksha liberation that state is already mentioned and confirmed by the rishi so you cannot say because i cannot see i cannot experience through our pramana so this pramata that you are talking about doesn't exist <laughs> you cannot say that why because suppose i say suppose you say i don't have eyes because i cannot see the eyes so nobody can see the eyes isn't it unless you know you can look at the mirror that is a different thing the, the our own eyes because it is a seer our own eyes cannot see our own eyes but can you say that just because you cannot see you cannot objectify your eyes doesn't mean that you have no eyes why the very fact that i am seeing you or you are seeing me i am seeing the object in the world outside that itself makes us sure that i have eyes isn't it the same way so the very fact that i am able to see through my eyes i am able to think through my mind intellect itself shows that there is a seer pramata now the question is who is that pramata is not <laughs> settled that's why nam trikdrishya vega shankaracharya right roopam drishyam lochanam drike tak drishyam drikto manasam drishyaathi vrittaya sakshi drikeva natu drishyate roopam drishyam this form is called drishyam object lochanam with reference to the objects of seeing the object of form and color etc our eyes are the subject seer drik but from the standpoint of the mind the eyes also become what object because mind is able to see the conditions of the eyes on the mandya patutteshu so it is dull it is short sighted far sighted it has got a cataract that this and all the defect of the eyes who knows mind is the one that is able to know therefore mind become the drik with reference to our eyes now go further mind also become an object from the standpoint of what vrt 
That means what? I have learned from my teacher how to teach this particular. First, he is giving you the problem <laughs> how difficult it is to teach through words. That's why in Gita also Bhagavan says, Acharyavat Pashyati Kaschitenam, Acharyavat Vadati Tadaiva Janya, Acharyavat Chainam Anyashranodi, Chutvapenam Vedana Kaitena Kaschitenam. Even after listening, people don't get it. That is a wonder, he says. <laughs> so, Acharyavat Pashyati Kaschitenam. Some people look at it with wonder. Hey, what is it? Wonder means what? When it is so simple, how did I miss it? That kind of a wonder comes. Once they come to know about this, it is so simple. <laughs> but how did I miss it? <clears throat> that thought, that's a wonder to them. Asharyavat paschati Asharyavat vodati. The speaker also is a wonder, it is said. Why? Because something that you cannot explain, he is, a, he is explaining. <laughs> And something that one cannot appreciate through any means of knowledge that you know. But the receiver, the student is also understanding it. It is a wonder. You know, we used to wonder, you know, in our course, Vedanta course when we joined. You see, there is no promise like you give us. No, when you go to college, university, there is a promise what you will get a degree <laughs> after four years or this thing, PhD or something like that. And after that particular certificate, there is a guarantee you can look for a job. You know, <laughs> there is a, something like that. There is a certificate in your hand, you can show that I have gone through this course. But here, in this Vedanta course, there is a certificate. <laughs> there is no guarantee also what? After the course, you will be a Jeevan Mukta Purusha. That kind of a guarantee is also not there. <laughs> and what is that making us to continue to study this? It's a wonder, <laughs> really speaking. Because first six months, your parents also keep sending people to discourage us. You know? <laughs> because, <laughs> because they... They had no choice. They said, okay. <laughs> but then afterwards they start thinking, you know, this fellow is jindagi barbaat kar rahe. <laughs> he is wasting his time. So what they do, they send mama or uncle or aunt or somebody, they keep on sending to discourage you. <laughs> and six months, that's why most of our course, six months time, lot of casualties are there. <laughs> so afterwards they stick things. Why? Because suddenly a fear comes. What will happen to me? You know, then, then suddenly you see the sadhus coming and walking around in the ashram. Am I going to become like this? <laughs> another fear comes. So, but at the same time, there are people who continue to study and this real wonder is that, what is that holding them? Really it is a wonder. <laughs> So, here our teacher says, Iti Sushrava Purvesham Yenastat Vyaja Chakshire. So, this is what we heard from, we have heard it <coughs> from our teacher and our teacher also heard it from his teacher. From his teacher, he heard it from his teacher. But it has to stop one place. That is Bhagavan. So the knowledge has come from the Lord Himself. 
నారాయణం పద్మభువం వన్ సంప్రదాయ నారాయణ విష్ణు భగవాన్ నారాయణం పద్మభువం వశిష్టం శక్తి చరం చ్యాసం సుఖం గౌడపతం మహాంతం గోవింద యోగీంద్రమధాశిష్యం శ్రీశంకరాచార్యమధాశ్యపద్మపాదంజహస్తామలకం చిష్యం తం తోటకం వార్తికారమన్యాత్ అస్మద్గురుం సంతమానతోస్మి నారాయణ ఫ్రమ్ నారాయణ బ్రహ్మాజీ గాట్ ఇట్ బ్రహ్మాజీ గేవ్ ఇట్ టు నారాయణం పద్మభూమి వశిష్ట 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 మానసపుత్ర సో హీ గేవ్ టు వశిష్ట వశిష్ట గేవ్ టు శక్తి శక్తి గేవ్ టు పరాశర పరాశర గేవ్ టు వ్యాస వ్యాస గేవ్ టు శుకమహర్షి శుకమహర్షి గేవ్ టు గౌడపాదాచార్య గౌడపాదాచార్య గేవ్ టు గోవింద భగవత్పాద గోవింద భగవత్పాద గేవ్ టు శంకరాచార్య శంకరాచార్య గేవ్ టు హీస్ ఫోర్ మెయిన్ డిసైపుల్స్ అండ్ దాట్ పరంపర ఓన్లీ వియర్ ఆల్ సో ఇమీడియట్ గురు దిస్ ఈస్ హౌ the flow of knowledge now sadashiva prasamarambha shankaracharya madhyamam asmadacharya patyantam vande guru paramparam starting from shank the lord shiva the knowledge like the chinamurti from him the sanat kumaras from there other paramparais also there asmad shankaracharya is madhyama in between and then the other students got it so this paramparaya this knowledge is come so that i will share with you <laughs> so the student sat down again now what is that let us see fourth mantra yat vacha nabhyutitam yat vacha nabhyutitam yena va gabhyudhyate yena va gabhyudhyate tateva brahmatvam vid అనభ్యుతిం దాట్ విచ్ ఈస్ నాట్ రివీల్డ్ బై వర్డ్ స్పీచ్ వాక్ యర్ స్పీచ్ అనభ్యుతిం నాట్ రివీల్డ్ బట్ బై విచ్ వాక్ స్పీచ్ అభ్యుతే సో దాట్ విచ్ ఈస్ నాట్ రివీల్డ్ బై స్పీచ్ but at the space same time the very speech itself is because of whom <laughs> speech cannot reveal it now we know why it is not prameya it is pramata subject so speech being pramana pramanam an instrument of knowledge speech being an instrument of knowledge it can illumine only prameya object of knowledge what is that walk is limited walk can illumine only object in the world outside 
speech can reveal only object which are which has form color taste with is coming within the purview of five organs of perception eyes ear nose tongue either it can be seen or it can be heard or it can be touched or it can be smelled or it can be tasted so but at the same time walk is functional we are able to speak now the whole mechanism all all um, what do you call the um, science how we are able to speak that is a big science okay <laughs> the, the, uh, the sound is how it is produced and what are the things are required for it i have no idea but then <laughs> the science explained to you now, that's why some people cannot speak they use some kind of a device to speak isn't it because they are able to uh, you know uh, mechanically produce that sound <laughs> so also hearing also how that ear drum the sound waves goes there ear drum and behind that there are two three uh, what do you call um, bones are there and that is connected to the brain brain interprets these sounds and then tells you how fast it is happening you are hearing the sound immediately you know this word means this isn't it it is amazing <laughs> really speaking so no no the science can replace this if you have to replace what kind of a computer they must be preparing for it just to replace the brain what kind of computer is needed little bit of that capacity is used for our computer now <laughs> that itself is a great achievement so in tadeha so yet vachana bhujitam yena walk abhyutyate there are two three verses same way one is walk and another is um, the speech etc the eyes and then mind etc so this tadeva brahmatvam vidhi nedam yaditam upasate now here you see revolutionary thought and very people who are sentimental they will have a problem <laughs> what is that that which speech cannot reveal because of which the speech itself is possible that understand as brahman tadeva brahma that brahman is tum vidhi is you because we are not talking about a power somewhere far far away in vaikuntha or in brahmaloka we are talking about your speech that speech is able to function and when a person is dead he cannot speak because even though the tongue is available he cannot speak so that power with which he is able to speak that power in you understand that as brahman the infinite truth tum vidhi na idam yaditam upasate not what you are worshiping 
meditating upon. Upasana here is meditation. So upasana or worship is possible only with the form. So if you are worshipping a particular form, that form is coming under what? Pramata or Prameya. Think about it. Any form of worship, whether it is form of Krishna or Rama or Anwan or it is Ishwara, any type of form you say you are worshipping, they are coming under what? Prameya. Because you are seeing it. Since you are seeing that form, you are using a pramana to see it. What? Your eyes. You are seeing it. Using it. Since you are using an, a pramana to see a form called prameya, that cannot be truth. That cannot be pramata. Here pramata is the one the teacher is telling the Brahman that is your nature. So, Tadeva Brahmattam Vithi Medam Yatidam Upasate Not what you are worshipping. That doesn't mean you stop worshipping tomorrow. Please, don't do that. <laughs> so, to get there, we have to worship. So, worship, we have to understand why worship is required. Because mind cannot imagine immediately that state of Brahman. We are not ready yet. So the mind has to be concentrated. Single pointed. Mano nishchalyam is very important. Right now the mind is scattered. It is running through the senses. And all the dissipation of energy is taking place right now. So that like the sunlight is... Everywhere. Suppose you give a, what you call, you show a lens, then what happens? The sunlight gets concentrated and it can even burn <coughs> a paper also. So the same way, our mind energy is dissipated through different channel of thinking and that mind is to be gathered and made into single point. In order to achieve that alone, these upasanas are given worship etc. Worship, worship also. There are the physical worship and then the karmas, kaikam karma, vajikam karma and then manasam karma. All these three different level of karmas are also there and three level of the results are also there. I think I spoke to you last time. So here, tadeva brahmattam vidhi Nedam yaditam upasate. So understand, this is one, uh, the meditation. These are all Mahavakyas actually. <laughs> in in Kenopanishad, a lot of Mahavakyas are there. Yet vacha nabhyutitam yena vak abhyutyate. Tadeva brahmattam vidhi. Nedam, you understand that alone is Brahman. Yet vacha anaphyutitam, what speech cannot reveal, by which the speech is illumined. So, 
we don't have to go that far because the very fact that I am able to speak, it is the grace of Lord. <laughs> this awareness makes you reflect, why, how am I able to speak? Is it not a wonder? I am alive, that Paramatma is present in me, that Brahman is the seer in me, Pramata. That seer itself is that consciousness, awareness. And that is my real nature. Everything else is either call, fall under Pramana or Pramaya. The real Pramata is myself. And whose nature is Brahman. So this is the point. The teacher is Netam Yadidam Upasade. Not this what you worship. Means if you are worshipping idol, then that is not Brahman. You worship idol for the purpose for which it is meant. So that is why sometimes what happens? We have this problem. We take means for an end. In a culture, what happens is, over a period of time, the rishis have given us certain method of uh, worship, etc. in our culture. It is to help us to get, get to the goal. But what we have taken in religion, the means itself they taken as an end. So this is my religion. Going to temple worshipping is my religion. And if anybody says something, kill him or destroy him. (laughs) So that is because the mission is not clear. That's why the higher vision is not there. So all the rituals that we do, that also the significance, that philosophy behind it, if it is understood while doing itself, you have lifted your thought to higher. Even puja itself, we can lift our mind to the higher. And the same way, any activities that we do, we can lift to the higher. So, here, all the upasanas are for gaining what? Chittanaischalyam, steadiness of mind. With that mind, we should inquire what is lying behind the mind. What makes the mind work? What makes this speech work? What makes this eyes function? I am opening my eyes. I am able to see different colors with one eye. One pair of eyes I am able to see different colors. With one, one and a half inch skin, I am able to taste different taste. How is it possible? You know, it's not that you know when a sweet comes tongue change, you know, like that. <laughs> There's nothing. Even eyes also, you know, sometimes people have sh- sh- what you call far sighted, short sighted, they have different glasses. <laughs> so your eyes are able to see different colours at one time we are able to behold the red or blue or green, even the shades we are able to make out. If you become very sensitive even in red color also, there are so many varieties of shades that we are able to distinguish. This ability 
start thinking at this ability in us, what is this? In order to catch that, what happened? Mind has to become subtle. In order to make the mind subtle, Upasana is advised. Because the truth is very subtle. Subtler than even what we know, Akasha. So since it is subtler than even mind, therefore, unless the mind has become very subtle, pure, subtlety means purity, no trace of impurities, sattva, only then it will be able to appreciate the subtle aspect of that pramata. Okay, now that is one. Uh, ah, then continue. Yen manasa na manute. Yena hur mano matam. Tadeva brahmatum vidhe. Yenetam yadita mupasate. Sixth one also, Echachusha Napashati Yena Chachugam Sipashati Tadeva Brahmatum Vidhi Nidam Yetita Mupasate Yet Shrotre Nasrunoti Yena Shrotra Midam Sutam Tadeva Brahmatum Vithi Nidam Yetita Mupasate After the end of the chapter, this this goes on like this. The last one, the eighth one. Yat pranena na praniti. Yena prana praniyate. Tadeva brahmatvam vidhe. Nidam yadidam upasate. So, yen manasa namanute yena hur manomatam. So, man means that, that by which one think is called man. Man, manam hamnaha. <coughs> yen manasa namanute yet that by that which manasa by the mind namanute can never think of. Yena, because of which ahuhu they say, Tena or Manomatam. Mind is called its name, Manomatam, by its name. By its name, because mind got this name because of thinking. So, what is the mind? It is defined um, Kamam Sankalpaha Vichikitsa 
श्रद्धा श्रद्धा धृति अधृति हरीर्धीर इत्येतत्व मन एव सो माइंड इज सीट ऑफ व्हाट काम डिजायर संकल्प थॉट विचिकित्सा विचिकित्सा मीन डाउट then shraddha ashraddha faith uh, not faith dhriti fortitude adhriti not having fortitude hrir dhir shyness etc dhir means the the firmness ityadas sarvam maneva so all these qualities definition of mind is there in the in our uh, माइंड इज एबल टू थिंक फील इमोशंस बट एट द सेम टाइम द वेरी सेम माइंड के नॉट फील और नो that which is making the mind know or feel so mind can think of something that is known something that is coming under its purview mind can sometime dream also certain things it is all based on his own experiences mind cannot go something beyond its purview it is limited that's why in dream you will not be able to dream something that you have not experienced in the waking state but what happens sometime the editor is absent in dream editor is the buddhi is not there so therefore what happen you get mixed experiences you will see a man <laughs> with a buffalo head like that you will see sometime that is possible but suppose you say i have seen something in my dream which i never seen it before means what in previous life you must have seen and <laughs> not but you must have seen it so this is a limitation of mind whereas here we are talking about something you cannot conceive with your mind you cannot imagine with your mind even when any words that you use it cannot convey completely the nature of truth beyond time and space also when you say the word we use we are also using time to understand beyond time beyond space again we are thinking about space then we think something beyond space we are not able to conceive the idea <laughs> think without time and space मनोमुदे नोर्मनोमत तदेव ब्रह्म विद्धी 
Vedam, Yedam, Vasudhi. That alone understand as Brahman and that is your nature. Not what you are worshipping. It's not condemning the worship, please don't misunderstand. From the standpoint of the truth, when you look at it, it has, it has the, the object of worship become a prameya. So prameya is dependent upon pramana. And pramana and prameya is operational only when pramata is present. If pramata is not present, none of them have validity. Therefore, Manasana manudeyena hurmano matam tadeva brahmattam vidhinedam vidhu vasade. Same way, the chachusana pasyati yena chachugam shipasyati tadeva brahmattam vidhinedam vidhu vasade. Eyes also. Eyes are able to function. Men, eyes cannot see means objectify what the very subject pramata because of whom the eyes itself is called eyes because of its because of what if the mind itself is called mind otherwise mind has no validity same way eyes have no validity same way it's rotrena srunoti enasotram idam sudam tadeva brahmattam vittinedam so ear, it is able to hear that hearing and one cannot hear Brahman, that is not possible. Pramata he cannot hear. But at the very same time, the very hearing is possible because of what? Yat pranena na praniti yena pranapaniyate. Alright, we will see that next class, okay? So the idea is negation of all types of vision in meditation upon the truth is meant here because so many confusions are there when it comes to meditation school, different schools, of different uh, systems they talk about different vision when you start meditation. All of them are removed here. Any vision that you see, it is all what? Prameya. <laughs> so with one word it is all gone. Prameya. So it cannot be the truth. That's the point we have to understand. Okay. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachade Purnasurnavada Yaf Purnameva Vishishyade Om Shanti Shanti Arivo Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Arivo